BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. MSW Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Wait, 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 wait! is where you send us the stupid and we make fun of them. That's right! We want to... You know what? It's our job. It's our duty, it's isn't job. it, Angela? It's, our, it's a mission. It is. It is. It is. We want to remind you to go to Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, go to sexyliberal.com and check out the uh, holiday stocking stuffer that we have there of the Sexy Liberal Show of Madison, of the Survivor's Tour. It's fabulous! the only live show of the year (laughs) so it's your only way to see it and there's special holiday greetings and holiday funny ha-has that have been added in yes absolutely and we want to thank you now more than ever for being a frangela patreon thank you to all who are supporting us and those of you who've come on recently thank you so much uh, and because you do such a wonderful gift for us, I give back to you as laughter. Right. We we could not be more grateful. You, we're not going to cry because it's idiot, but seriously, we are overwhelmed and we are, you are absolutely the thing that is keeping us during these difficult times functioning because our industry is is not fair and well for those of us who aren't already Tom Cruise. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your love and your emotional support too. If you don't feel like if you, we all having hard times, you having a hard time. This is a community that is here to support you. So always let us know what's going on with you at frangela08 at gmail.com. Yes, 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 yes. You can get a cameo video from us. We can celebrate your promotions or wish you a happy birthday. Tell that child to go to bed. Or, you know, tell somebody that you've had it. 
<laughs> yeah. Whatever you, you need. Whatever you need. And always join us every Friday morning in the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. What happens? Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills and Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller, at least in my, our worldview, yeah. which is all that's important. That's right. Should we get going? I think we should because the stupid waits for no one. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. We almost forgot to, to talk about the most that's exciting right. news about the fantastic, fantastic merger between Muller She Wrote Media and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. We're becoming one big glorious family together. So, yay! So if you're not already, and you probably are because you're in the know, Go to Muller She Wrote. Go to there, there and see all their great podcasts on this. And 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 under, and of course, you're already subscribing to all the podcasts on Sexy Little Podcast Network. And now you can get them both and and listen to all these people. And we're all working together to build a better world. Community first. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get started. Our first story is from Gary C. Thank you. We love you. Happy holidays, Gary. Yes. Okay. Dunkin' Donut worker stabbed over donut flavor. Okay. Now, now the rapper is charged, Georgia Clock, Georgia Cops say. An Atlanta rapper who was wanted in connection to a violent stabbing. First of all, violent okay. stabbing and don't Dunkin' Donuts don't even go in the same damn sentence. No. No, they sell donuts. That's that's just little bits of chunks of chunks of doughy love. What what could possibly? Dunkin' Donuts don't sell no damn stabbing. There's not supposed to be no stabbings over donuts. Are good donuts are good. What the heck? What kind of corruption of such a beautiful? This is a this is Elysium. What are you doing with a knife? <laughs> Thank you, stabbing Angela. people. That is ridiculous. On top of the fact. I want you to pay attention as we talk about this story because I I believe that whoever wrote this story should have recused themselves and not written this story because I believe this person is very pro the rapper in this in this <laughs> the way that this is approached. I believe this person first of all is appreciates their um their rapping. Well, if, if not their stabbing. Marquavis Goolsby. <laughs> I can't go here yet. Wait. Ghouls me? I'm sorry, that sounds like the first black Harry Potter character. What the fuck? Marquavis ghouls me? Third year, Marquavis ghouls me. <laughs> oh, I don't care if I'm wrong. That's a perfect description of that name, and everyone knows it. Is he? What's he? He's Ravensclaw. He is no, so no, Ravensclaw. Hufflepuff, motherfuckers. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He is so Hufflepuff. Gooseby. Gooseby. I can't. I can't get to the story. I know because I'm stuck on the Marquavis. 
Oh my God. If JK Rowling weren't somebody that I can't deal with anymore because she got some issues around being transphobic, etc. Um <laughs> I would just a whole like, other can of worms. A whole other can of worms. I would call her and be like, bitch, if this if this character doesn't show up, I am never buying another Harry Potter. I mean, now I'm not anyway, but I'm never buying another Harry Potter okay. thing yet. What's clear to me, is, you and me, is, is that we have to write the fan fiction of <laughs> Mark Wavis School. Oh, oh my God. Oh, we so have to write that. The second we get done with the podcast, we have to start writing the journal entries of Mark Wavis School Speed of Hufflepuff. You know, it's like December, December 14th, Dear Diary. Today I was, I was beating out a, a, a frisky rhyme when that Dumbledore fuck came up in here. It was like, it's time to clean the, 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 you know, the general room. And I was like, you know what, punk? Well, he always trying. Yeah, he always trying to regulate. He always trying to regulate. I go to the room of requirement for my needs. That's my right. Needs. That's right. Okay. You know what? I, and this is the thing. I must talk to Hermione. I know what people say. They say she all in on the Ron Weasley, but I don't think she is. I saw her. I saw homegirl floating some looks my way the other day in spells, and I was like. <laughs> When we got the potions, I was like, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, girl. <laughs> Eldolfium Moderne. She likes the way I cast. Marquavis Goolsby, out. <laughs> okay, Angela, we've got to go. we got to go. We're okay. just on the second line of the story. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. My so he's best known. This, I'm going to tell you something. This is where you know this person is where their allegiance lie. Mark Quaver schools be best known by his stage name, Day Day. <laughs> Day Day. Best known. I want you to think about that. Best known. Yeah. Mark Quavis ain't best known by anybody but... Po- quite possibly the in- the admissions department at Hogwarts. Other than us at admissions at Hogwarts. And you know he's got a rat. He don't have an owl. Mm-hmm. You know he's probably got a rat. Um, well, Day Day was arrested on aggravated assault charges <laughs> because earlier this month, the 28-year-old was named as a suspect in the December attack at this Union City donut shop. The allegedly, allegedly I guess what ha- happened, had, had, had happened was they didn't have the, he was at the drive-thru, right? Yeah, right. He was at the drive-thru. And apparently, this is a quote in the story. It was sparked by the rapper, quote, not being able to get what he wanted. And I think that's mm-hmm. very important. Flag yes. that. Put, put yes. in that, because we're going to come back to that. Okay. Not being able to get what he wanted. Okay. Why is it that I believe, Francis, that that's not Mark Quavis's first time not getting what he wanted? Okay. Day-day. Okay. So in any case, apparently he drove up. They, there was some issue, some donut that they, I don't know if they were out of it. No, no. It, you know, not, they, were they out of it? They don't even make it. The flavor, he drove up trying to ask for a flavor they don't even, a donut they don't even make. Okay, and see, this is why I'm mad at whoever wrote this, because we should know what that is. Yes. I want to know what that flavor is, because I guarantee you it's straight out of Harry Potter. I <laughs> guarantee you. It's something like butterbeer donut, or like 
you know, like, you know, it is, you know, it fucking is. And it's like, so we don't know that, but then there's this paragraph in here at the end of this. So this is a person who they went around the drive through. They didn't have the donut. He wanted, it sounds like they never would have had the donut cause he made it shit up or whatever. Yeah. And he took out a knife and he slashed the arm of this kid working the drive through. Yes. Yes. Hurt the child. And, and, it's like this, and this is a quote from them. It's a, a is the crazy thing about the entire exchange is that I believe that he wanted a certain type of donut or donuts, and they don't even have those donuts. Okay, all right. The seventeen-year-old worker told the police the man came through and got grew upset, drove off, then came back, drove yep. back. Was was so bad. He was so angry that he drove back, came into the store, confronted people, and that's how the girl got slashed. I There's another story we're going to do in this show, but I'm going to introduce this. I think we need to introduce a bill where you can only go through a drive-thru once. If you've gone through a drive-thru, your interaction is now over. I don't care if it went right or not. They may tell you to pull over and you wait, but you cannot go back in the store. You cannot go back in the drive-thru. I think that should be an automatic assault charge the minute you go back around because it yes. never goes right. Okay. And I think that this story demands that we give it the absolute fragile treatment, which is manage your, your fast, fast food, food expectations. expectations. Okay, people, but this is the thing. The last paragraph of this article, Goolsby splashed onto the music scene in 2015 with his debut single titled, What You Mean. <laughs> Goolsby has maintained his innocence and posted video of his arrest on his Instagram account. The caption reads in part, it's frame, fake news. Splashed onto the music scene with his debut single Tell me this person ain't Goolsby's sister. This is Antoinette Goolsby if I have a dollar. Do you know what I'm saying? This is somebody in the Goolsby family. In the Goolsby gang, girl. In the Goolsby gang. And be clear, they they definitely hang out with um what's his name? In in Harry Potter. I dressed like him when we went to the movies. Oh, 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 Slytherin kid. Uh, Why am I losing his name? Oh, my God. Lebron kid. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Oh, he is. That child is bad. He got white hair. That's right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, that's who, I think that this person is a friend of theirs. And I just, this idea that we all should know who this is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this, this hint of like, well, of course, this this is news. This is this rapper that we all know. Nobody knows him. Nobody knows who Day Day is. And the, the fact that he is be able to come out and say it's fake news is just maddening no. to me. No, fake news means it didn't happen. You show he's showing the video of his arrest. You know that you all of that sh- shit is recorded. Okay. Yep. yep all of yep. that. Next up, this is from Donnie J. Thank you very much. Florida man angry over neighbor's parking habits uses flamethrower and occupied car. Occupied car, flamethrower. That means he tried to turn a car into a hot pocket with people in it. <laughs> yes, he did. That's what he did. Andre Abrams, 57. Yep. Admitted to using a flamethrower, which shoots flames up to 20 feet towards his neighbor's parked car over what he says is a long running feud over their parking. However, he denied targeting the teens who were in the car. 
Okay, yeah. first of all, I want to, in defense of Andre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. You are not starting defending Andre. Of uh, oh, hell yes, I'm defending Andre. Okay, what you don't understand, what you don't understand is levels. All right. What you're not reading and understanding in this story is this is a long running feud. Andre didn't start with a flamethrower. He started with, could you please? Are you sure? Yes. I'm going to tell you something because this isn't his first time using the flamethrower. If you go through this article, the flamethrower is so ubiquitous that everybody in the neighborhood knows about it. In fact, his use of it, they've got all these people quoted saying, yeah, whenever he uses it, it lights up the sky like you think it's daylight outside. He uses this. Let me tell you about Andre. Andre has stopped using his words and started using his flamethrower. It's his punctuation. It's his artistic expression. No, you can't artistically express that way. And this, there's so much that I learned in this article that is upsetting to me about flamethrowers <laughs> and flamethrower usage that I can't. So basically, I'm trying to also get my mind around pointing something towards someone and saying you weren't trying to target them. I love This is why I stand up for Andre. This is a quote from him. He said, this family, how can I say this? The worst thing that could ever happen to a neighborhood. They've had issues with other residents and it needs to be brought to light. And let me tell you what Andre okay. tried. He you tried, tried to really bring it to light. It to light. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I know you and Andre think you're poets. No, I get it. Okay, <laughs> let me explain something to you. All I hear other neighbors talking about is Andre using his flamethrower every day. Okay. <laughs> but this is what's fucked up about Andre. The flamethrower costs $800. Mm-hmm. Andre is afraid of getting kicked out of his house. Apparently he's used this shit so much, so much. He does it in the middle of the night. It sounds like here's my problem with using it as punctuation. Francis, it's mm. kind of like cussing at some point. If you do it all the time, it no longer has any effectiveness. The fact that when you read this story, what you find out is nobody's actually afraid of the flamethrower anymore. No, they're it not. doesn't do what he thinks it want. He wants it to do anymore because basically the, the kids, they get out of the car, they go out the, this passenger side. They were, they were at least concerned about their safety. That's not like they didn't think it was for them. Um, but apparently did the teenager who owned the car did yell at him, you better not burn up my car. I love that. That what that says to me is that they weren't, this is, he does this all the time. This is how, and I'm trying to think about what is the parking conflict precisely. Let me tell you about one of Angela's rules. And Francis will tell you, I mean this never, ever, ever get into a neighbor conflict. No. I don't care what it takes, but if you're in a situation where you know, there's no way that you to not be in conflict, move, move right then. I don't care what kind of a loss you have to take because there is nothing one. It's one of the worst things that you can get in just into and stuck in because they go nowhere. Everybody gets hurt. It fucks everybody up. And ultimately they end up with somebody either hurt in jail or a whole bunch of property destroyed. It's just bad news. And I don't know what the parking issue here, but I have a feeling it's this thing that I don't understand. Maybe you can explain it to me, Francis. Mm, let me tell you. Why do people get so upset about people parking cars in front of their house? Because they feel that the front of their home is an extension of themselves. I have watched my, let me tell you something. First of all, this flamethrower situation is the new fangled stepped up version of get off my lawn. Oh yeah. But with the, the hose. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is a, I'm, an extension of my power and you're going to listen to me. 
And uh, and yeah, that's 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 what it is. I love it though. The reality yeah. is though that he got the flames within five feet of the car that these yeah. teenagers were in, and guess what? Where you can get this flamethrower. This this is where it gets into, and I appreciate whoever wrote this article because they actually give some background information on flamethrowers. Because I'm like, why the hell does this man have a flamethrower? Right. Well, apparently, uh, the weapon is called an XM42 light L I T E flamethrower. Excuse me. And it's manufactured by this company out of Vancouver, Washington. It sells for about, I'm sorry, $900 online. And in their ad, it says online, if you go there, you've probably wondered if you can own a flamethrower. And guess what? You can. Actually, I haven't wondered that. Only when I read these stories do I wonder that. Then it goes on to say that you don't, quote, no permits or licenses needed. It said the devices are legal to buy and own in every state except Maryland and California. Yet another reason I am happy to live here. Can I stop you here? There is no reason, no earthly reason why any citizen in the United States on a regular basis without permit needs a flamethrower to have access to a flamethrower. Why would you need one? Why would you buy one? Well, and the company, which also sells t-shirts identifying the wearer as a, quote, little terrorist. Hello? Okay. Uh, Requires buyers to accept a liability waiver and affirm they were never convicted of a felony, domestic abuse, or arson. Of course, they don't check that, and they're under, it sounds like, no obligation to do so. But Abrams, this man, he apparently has been twice convicted of misdemeanor domestic battery, which means that if he had followed what they asked you to, he wouldn't have the flamethrower. I really seriously... Don't understand why it also says in this article, it's not clear whether the flamethrower was seized. If ever something said, seize me, if ever something said, take my happy flamethrowing ass home away from somebody, this man, you've got to take away his flamethrower. He doesn't know how to act. He's using it so much that people aren't even afraid. In fact, the kid's mama came out and was like, what, are you crazy? What are you, nobody here lost their shit except him. Yep. Yep. It was crazy because you're shooting flames at me. I'm losing my shit, Francis, and I know it. I think I'm a blackout violent. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I think, oh, he's screaming the whole time. Like, shooting flames at you? Yeah. Over parking? Yep, 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 yep. They're fucking crazy. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. This next story is from Gary C. Thank you very much. Let me tell you something. The ne- It's the next two stories, isn't it? I, I believe. Yeah. The next two stories are a case. Yep. A case of we, what is it? Echo tone? Yes. Yeah. Echo tone. Echo tone. Let me tell you something. We got more to battle than COVID and I'm not sure we're ready. We're not ready. Otters chased and bit a man 26 times at Singapore Botanical Garden. Graham George Spencer, who lives in Singapore, says he was chased, pinned down, and bitten by about 20 otters while out for a morning walk with a friend at a botanical garden. Graham George Spencer, who's a British citizen, um, I, <laughs> he's going for an early morning walk. Oh, lovely, in a botanical 
have the guards. Who wouldn't love? Yes, if you lovely. love how lovely British and lovely is Singapore. Oh, yes. let's go to the botanical garden. Would you like to go to walk with me this morning to botanical garden? To go to for a walk with you this morning at the botanical gardens. Oh, thank you. Come with me. I'm Graham George Spencer. We're going to enjoy this walk. So we're walking, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, he says, "A group of twenty or so otters jump him." Yes. Okay. Now, this is what Graham George Spencer doesn't understand being a British citizen living in Singapore. He doesn't understand what a uh, gang looks like. He no, doesn't understand. No. When he gets getting jumped by a gang, he got he got ganked by a gang of otters. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. One otter could fuck my ship up, and I know that. I know yeah. that. Yeah. One otter. But when they hold you down, yes, to bite you, that is some coordination. Okay. Yes. Which tells me I'ma t- I'ma say it right now, and I don't care how it makes me sound. I don't this was I don't think this was an accident, and I don't think it was random. He says they suddenly <laughs> went crazy for another man and ran towards him. And although the runner escaped. Uh, Graham was not so lucky. He, Graham says they bit his ankles, his legs, his buttocks. That's a lot of jumping up for an otter to get at your ass, okay? There's a lot of otters. They could take breaks and tag out. You know what I mean? Like, they were just rotating otters in. Yes. He told the straight times, he said, I thought I actually was going to die. They were going to kill me. Let me tell you something. The otters have had enough. Well, this is the thing. Later in the article, this is a quote later in the article. The otter population was driven out in the 1970s and have since returned with many reports saying they are seen in hospital lobbies and residential pools and even in public fountains. Driven out. That is a key word because now the otters are back. This is a fight against imperialism. And (laughs) I'm going to say it. They're not Gandhi. Okay, otters are clearly not pacifists. They <laughs> clearly, but let me tell you something. They're taking it the fuck back, one British person at a time. They will bite you in the ass. Okay, now, held him down. Yeah, and also I gotta call bullshit on the friend that ran. <laughs> Francis, I swear to you. If you were being attacked by 20 otters, we're both being attacked by 20 otters. Okay. You know what my plan is my plan is to scream, save yourself while throwing your body in front of me. Okay. My, wait, you throw my body in front of you? Well, who's ever's available? <laughs> That's not. I'm saying the opposite. Oh! I say if otters were to attack you, I would if, I, I would say we Mr. and Mrs. Smith it, put our backs to each other, and we go. And we go, otters, today is the day. Okay. You know, you know Angela, is the I day. would take an otter and beat an otter's ass for you. That's I what I'm saying. Otters with otters. Come on. This now. person is not your friend, Graham. Not your friend. <laughs> okay. They left you with a gang of otters. Let me tell you about otters. Otters mate for life. Okay, yeah, so what do. I know when you're a species that mates for life, you hold a grudge. You know what I'm saying? Like you hold on to shit. <laughs> I don't know that there is a direct problem here. I don't know how long this man has lived here. I don't know who his family members may or may not have been, but I think that they were waiting. They've yeah, been waiting for Graham George Spencer. <laughs> They've been waiting for him. And one morning they were doing their otter shit, cleaning up, and somebody went, "Hey, hey." Julia, hey, because they all got nice names like that. Julia, Otter Julia. 
Yes, yes, George. Is that, is that Graham? That is. Is that that motherfucker? That is. Is that Gra- Graham George Spencer? Y'all remember him? Is that that motherfucker? And then she started screaming. Julia started screaming. Everybody, post up. We gonna go kick some ass. <laughs> We posted up. We posted up. Yeah, we posted up. Why? I, I think it's that Graham George, that George Graham Spencer motherfucker. What? <laughs> he had the audacity to come up into other territory. He yes, knows he, he should know better. He we signed a truce in '86. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we don't, and also I don't believe that this just this whole thing about I was just taking a walk. No, no, you did something. You did something. You were dancing around. I bet you anything, dollar to a, a donut and an otter, that that motherfucker was sitting there going, otters, oh, they ain't shit. I'm not worried about no otters. I'm British. What? I guarantee you. Well, I'm going to tell you something. What this says is you have to respect the animal world. You can't walk yep. around and treat them like they're motherfucking dogs, okay? Otters say, not today, bitch. I'm not your dog, okay? Okay, I resent this use of dogs because dogs are proud creatures. <laughs> dogs do what they master says. Oh, not I in this house? Not, no, no, let me tell you master. something. Not in this house. <laughs> they don't. You've said it yourself. We're at the bottom of this chain. Yeah, you are. You are. I'm barely are. above Dan. I'm a little bit, just because I, I think that I cuddle them more. So yes. they're a little less likely to eat me in my sleep. Yes. But this is the problem. So it says they have signs all over this national park saying, do not touch, chase, or corner the otters. Observe them from a distance. Going too close to the otters may frighten them. I believe they walked up on these otters. Yeah, they I think walked so up too. on these otters. I think so too. I think so. And now they're trying to blame the otters. And what I like about the otters is they roll deep, tight, and together. They were like, no. No, not today. All 20 of us. Hold them down. Hold them down. Next up, this story is from Amber M. Thank you very much. Thank you, Amber. Woman, 70, attacked by a raccoon while hanging Christmas lights and puts it in a headlock. There's a lot that went down in this story. This woman, this is a quote from her. She says, this was the worst nightmare of my life. Both me and (laughs) Raccoon were screaming so loud. That's uh, Donna. Donna Sanginario. Yeah. Sanginario, probably. In a Facebook post, she, uh, uh, Donna detailed how the animal pounced on her as she was putting Christmas lights around her home. The 70-year-old woman said the only warning she had before the attack was, quote, strange noise coming from the street. She said, I turned around to see what the noise was, and I was staring at a huge raccoon about 10 feet away. Before I could do anything, it jumped me. <laughs> Worst nightmare of my life. Both me and the raccoon were screaming so loud. Yeah. As I was screaming for help, he fell off my arm but jumped right back on me to continue to attack. After yeah. somehow tumbling to the ground, I got him in a headlock and wouldn't let go. As he was biting me, I could hear bones breaking in his neck. Donna! Ooh! Ooh! Donna rolls hard. Donna, I'm gonna tell you something. It was it was hard. Here's my thing about the raccoon. <laughs> She got the raccoon over her, but the raccoon jumped her, continued to attack. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the raccoon was like, I don't agree with your decor choices, Donna. Yeah. And you need to talk to me before you put some lights up on this house. I'm like, is the raccoon paying rent? 
Are we getting monthly contributions from the raccoon? And stay the fuck out of it. Well, the raccoon had things to say. In a follow-up post, she said that she went to a local emergency room and she received a series of shots for rabies and tetanus. I should hope the fuck so. This but is here's the thing, thing just to remind you, when she, you know, uh, to, to let you know, the raccoon did get up and walk away. And this is the thing, in my mind, what I picture is, they've all, they're sitting there and they're <sighs> from the attack, you know, breathing heavy. She's like wiping her bra. The raccoon gets up, shakes it, cracks its neck a little bit and looks at her and is like, all right, Donna, today today yeah. you get it yeah today today donna wins the day mom will be back bitch <laughs> i'm gonna be back oh and i don't want us to forget this other one i think i passed over it mm. from um R- ramon or Ra- i think it's ramon right yeah ramon ramon d we love you thank you for listening and tuning in and for sending an idiot yes yes yes, yes. this is from his hometown those yes. are always touching. Yes. A truck driver called 911 to report a new man running on the road. Officers responded and contacted a man, 38, sitting in a car. The man denied- He was clothed. He was clothed. clothed at the time. At the time. The man denied being naked, but, but- uh, he, he admitted, he admitted to the fact that he had been waving around a vibrating phallic device in attempt to flag down semi-truck drivers for a date. Okay. So, <laughs> I want you to understand, understand what Francis just said. What the Francis just said. had been that a naked man was <laughs> running down the road. Right. With a, with, a, with, a, with a phallic device hanging out trying to lure people. But he... <laughs> They come up on him. He's clothed finally. And he says, no, I wasn't naked when I was doing it. But I was waving around a vibrating dick trying to get dates. Now, I was going to say, should we suggest this to Stephanie? (laughs) Yes, we should. Because she's, you know, it's hard in the pandemic. There are no parties. There's no ways to go meet people. She's, you know, she wants, we want, she wants to go out on a date. Should she be in the roadway? (laughs) with something vibrating and phallic. I don't know if it's a universal mating call, if it only works on truck drivers. I like it. It says... says, (laughs) I like it. It's free. It says, I've got... You know what? I'm frisky. I'm frisky. Daring, available at this moment. (laughs) Yes, yes. This is what I love. The end of this this story is the man was told to discontinue the activity <laughs> on the road and advised to engage in more traditional ways to find a date. They gave no. him advice. No, but let me tell you something. This is where I get pissy, and then I start to now I have to defend him. More traditional ways. How? What? What? Fuck traditional way. What fuck traditional way? <laughs> go to a bar. You can't go to no damn bar. You don't want to get the damn COVID Omnicrons, right? Yeah. Right, right. I have to be wearing face masks. And let me tell you what I learned at Mardi Gras many years ago. A face mask is an important thing to remove before you commit to anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just just as a rule. Second, if normal avenues of dating had worked, would he be doing this? Exactly, Angela. Also, I'm tempted to try this. I just want to see, Francis, are you willing to get naked and stand in the street and with a vibrating dildo and see if you get, if somebody pulls up and, because this is what, is this what's supposed to happen? They pluff, <clears throat> truck sounds. Yeah. Would you like to go on a date? 
Is that what they, is that? Because I have a feeling what he's looking for is less of a date and more of a no, brief encounter. No, he's looking for a date. He's looking for debt. <laughs> this Strong is Right. Let's review. Right. Okay. Dunkin' Donut worker stabbed over donut flavor. Now charged. We have the Florida man who uses a flamethrower to settle his neighbor yep, parking issues. Yep, yep. We've got the otters chasing and bit a man 26 times at Singapore uh, Botanical Garden. Then we've got a woman who was attacked by a raccoon and she won, basically. Yes, and then we've got the man who admitted to waving around a vibrating phallic device in an attempt to flag down semi-truck driver. But not to being naked. And I have to say, I think naked is better than waving around the fence yes, for me. Yes. Who? So where are you leaning, Francis? It's hard. Idiot. This is where I want to go. Just so I can say the name again, I want to go with Mark Waves Goolsby. <laughs> of, of House Hufflepuff? <laughs> yeah, that Mark Waves. Not the Mark Waves. That one. The one who's got the Quidditch scholarship. Mark Waves Goolsby with the Quidditch scholarship. Because I'm going to see that motherfucker. Have you seen Mark Waves Goolsby catch a snitch? It's it is it, it, it's it's poetry. poetry. It is. It's it's poetry in the air. He's good. I can't stop that. <laughs> I'm Francis Collier. There was a time in this country. Oh, okay, right. Yes, I, there was a time in this country. There was a time in this country when people admitted to their yes, bullshit. If you got jumped by 20 otters, you didn't try to perp like that shit just happened. You said, you know what? Maybe I did talk too tough. Maybe I did step to the otters. Own your shit. There was a time when people owned their shit. Yes, they did. There was this time in this country where everybody understood that you, when you stepped up into a Dunkin' Donuts, your ass acted right. But they didn't have what you wanted. You shut the fuck up and you ate the next best thing because you know you got a second and a third choice. Don't act like you don't. And it's all the same motherfucking donut. Some got cinnamon, some don't. That's basically the <laughs> fuck it. About Francis Cow, you about. <laughs> I'm Angela V. Shelton. We're friends. Well, thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. <laughs> thank you, and we love you, Laura. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.